Time for an overlooked stock of the day. It's tech biz that I don't think you've heard of that's got quite a big move after earnings of Venta. George Tillis, our man on the case to uh, tell us why the thing's up 22% today, GT. Uh, let's first start with what it is. What do they do? Yeah, this is a, Zenta is a really interesting company, OJ. It's actually in the life sciences materials uh, industry space. Essentially, uh, it's sort of the picks and shovels or tools that are suppliers to drug manufacturers and biotech companies. They actually provide uh, services, lab-based services, clinical storage services, if you will, uh, trial sample management, if you will, from the standpoint of clinical disease research, genomic research, uh, vi uh, virus research, et cetera. But basically, it's like an Edward, a smaller version of Edward Life Sciences hmm. or a, a Baxter International, which essentially is laboratory and clinical uh, care service tools, if you will. But also, uh, when it comes down to consumables, in other words, lab lab materials that are used for research. But uh, the company, interesting enough, uh, we talked about uh, what used to be uh, Zento, which was Brooks Automation. This is a company we talked about at least a couple times in the last few years. Uh, Zenta is actually a spinoff from Brooks Automation late last year. And when they spun off the business into Azenta, they actually sold off a portion of their business, which was different than the life sciences, services, and consumables business that they're in right now, which was semiconductors. And with that, they actually generated about $3 billion in cash from the sale of that particular semiconductor business. And I think what we're actually seeing is some manifestation of that particular cash generation deal uh, late last year on top of uh, the company's organic revenue growth, which was actually flat on a year-over-year -year basis, but the company did report earnings per share on an organic basis now uh, up about 33%. They actually reported, again, EPS of about $0.16 cents a share, like I said, of 33%. And on top of that, uh, the company itself also initiated a share buyback of about a billion and a half dollars uh, worth of stock. 500 million of which are accelerated buybacks. Now, in and of itself, that's not necessarily a big deal for a larger company like Beckton Dickinson or Edward Life Sciences, which again have market caps in the tens of billions of dollars. But if you look at Zenta's market capitalization, OJ, it's only about $3 billion. So a billion and a half uh, compared to about 3.3 billion in market cap, it's close to 40% of the uh, of the market capitalization that the company has uh, announced that they're going to be buying back the shares, which again, from the standpoint of share buybacks, is quite unusual. Wow, yeah, uh, it's a uh, pretty chunky buyback, uh, you know, for an overlooked stock. Uh, so uh, the earnings uh, f empowering them to do this, George, they basically feel like they've demonstrated that they can spend this way right now. They don't have to. Uh, you know, double down on whatever growth is working for them, uh, you know, pile money into CapEx. I mean, as we heard from Bill George at the top of the show, uh, not a huge, huge fan of the buybacks, uh, but I guess, uh, you know, if a company's in the right position to do it, are they in the right position to do it? Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing. I think overall you can look at it from two different things. One, share buybacks are one way to, of course, manage earnings per share, forward expectations. In other words, instead of cutting earnings, you could buy back shares and reduce the share count so that your earnings per share on a, on a, on a per share basis look, um, look favorable. I think in this case, uh, they have the cash to do it. What I mean by that is, is if you look at the balance sheet, a billion and a half dollars in cash uh, on a market capitalization of about 3.3 billion. So half of the share count, if not about 45% of it, give or take, 
is cash. So they have cash to make this share buyback. I think this is, again, a situation where they actually generated enough cash from the sale of their semiconductor business that they're really focused now on the life sciences division. And I think overall, based upon the earnings per share, they generated organically, beating the estimates with 33% year-over-year uh, EPS growth. The company seems to be already operationally efficient. Otherwise, they would be cutting back capital expenditures, raising cash. But in this case, I think they see that the, uh, the cash position and the business conditions are actually very favorable. So I think that's a catalyst for the business overall. The stock, if you look at it, over the last three years is up about 160%, but year over the last year, it's still down about 49%, even though it's higher in the last 30 days by over 40%. Okay. All right. So uh, potentially a rally here that turns into maybe a turning point uh, for them financially with the big earnings growth behind them. I mean, they've got a pretty nice, uh, you know, pretty nice uh, bottom line trajectory. I like it, GT. Interesting yep. one. Uh, do they, uh, uh, are they buyout susceptible? Because if they if they want to be, then, I mean, I guess to your point, they formerly yeah. Brooks, maybe maybe not at this point. Well, here's the thing. I was actually going to mention that in some capacity, uh, OJ, uh, prior to my last commentary. But just looking at the balance sheet of the company, share buybacks because of cash on the books, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because it is a small company. I can't speculate if that's going to be the case. But overall, the uh, the share contraction, the share price contraction this last year has been part and parcel of what we've actually seen because it is exposed to the biotech industry space. So I think that's been one of the reasons why the stock has suffered in the last year. But nonetheless, I mean, it's a very small company. It could be easily bought out by a larger competitor, like perhaps Edward Life Sciences, Beckton Dickinson, or even a, a large pharma company like Johnson & Johnson. Right, okay. In the meantime, though, it's a pretty good uh, place to currently be selling technology. As we know, there's a big healthcare spend and ramp up yeah. happening right now. Uh, so uh, uh, earnings reflect it. All right, nice. Good find, George. 22% higher. Azenta, beating the expectations, getting rewarded for it.